Hey Jody, are you there? I'm here, Matt. Um, it's it it's good to hear you, and uh, quite possibly good to have you recorded this week. That would be good. That would be good. How are you? Good week. Oh, it's been a too too huge of a week, actually. Hmm. It's actually been two weeks for our listeners. You know that? Uh, you use the plural. I'm not sure that's appropriate, but yeah, it's it's been. Oh, you're right. It's been two. Sorry, it's listener. been two weeks. Yeah, it has. It has. Um. I don't know what's been going on your week. I can tell you a lot has been happening on my end. But um, I think just briefly, this is our, our, our fifth recording session, but only our fourth published episode. Should we talk about that real quick? We should. We lost your audio, and it, it, yes. it's a bit of a tragedy. Um, yeah. It isn't, it isn't, though, uh, as I understand it, for, for a couple of reasons. First of all, um, let's be clear. Last week's episode would not have been that listenable anyway. It wasn't very good. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I think part of that was my fault, um, in that I lost the audio. There was certainly that. Um, you know, hmm. in the in the in the quest to relieve dead air, uh, losing the entire track is probably the worst thing you can do. Whew. I wish somebody had told me that beforehand. Well, you know, um, in the world we live in right now, there's no undergraduate degree in podcasting. You know, you can't get a... Can't, Is that right? Is that a, true? You can't get a bachelor's in podcasting, as far as I know. I, I mean, Is maybe, that accurate? Maybe there are, mm. uh, you know, Full Sail's got, uh, got that handled. <laughs> uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. That's Very good. That's, full, that would be the school. That's kind of a that Florida would, joke, I guess. That would be where you check. Um yeah, the other reason that that maybe losing last week's audio was was we were already talking about we were joking I believe on air about calling it the boring episode. Yeah, it was kind uh, of boring. Um, it was a little boring. You know, you you surprised me with some things. Uh, yeah, I was. Don't worry about that. I was. That will definitely happen again. <laughs> I will try to be better prepared. Um, that that, no, that that preparing is 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 beside the point. You don't want to prepare. It's the opposite of what you want. I don't know. I got I got to prepare a little bit, man. This mm. is this is. This is a, a highlight of the week. I want to. Uh, I want to be. I want to be prepped. I want to be ready. I want to be sharp. I respect that. I respect that. I. Uh, I do. As you know, I do whatever I can. I have several sharpeners before we podcast. So. That's that's mm. my understanding. Um, mm. Accidental sharpeners, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. That is what we call them. Our preliminary testing this evening has revealed that indeed, mm. this will not be another lost episode. Hmm. We might wish it was later. I might mention your name literally s- several more times, Jody. Uh, I'm cringing. I'm I'm cringing. Pre- I'm pre-cringing right now. Hmm. Um. Do we want to take our other listener, uh, our listeners? I almost said other listeners, but that would be backwards. I mean, our listeners' other note. Um. He want he wants a quick rundown of what we talked about last week. So, um. Uh, I'll I'll name a thing and then you name it name a thing and let's do this for literally no more literally than eighteen seconds. Are you ready? Go. Sea stories. Uh, Moxie Marlin Spike the hacker. <laughs> um, um, something personal about Jody, which I couldn't even come up with. Hmm. Uh, the barn. Uh, that I couldn't figure out what what was actually being asked of me at the time. Hmm. You have any idea what that is now? I do. Oh, sorry, we only have we only have eighteen seconds. Yeah, um, we gotta 
We got to button this up. Uh, three sizes of index cards. Did we talk about that? Mm, I think so. We talked about it was on my card from last week. We talked about knives. Oh, we did. And flatware. Oh, I like the flatware part. I think our time's up. Okay. Okay. So. So hopefully that got across how boring uh-huh. it really was. Um, I think the flatware part was good. Anyway. Yeah. Oddly enough, yeah, the, so... the bit about flatware might have been the most exciting part. <laughs> yeah, it was probably my favorite. See stories. What, what the hell? So, uh, what you got for me this week, Jody? It's your show. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sure it's my show. Um, we we we've got we've got stuff. We've got notes. Um, mm-hmm. We were actually editing the Google Doc at the same time to mm-hmm. uh, you know earlier, which was which was kind of fun and creepy. Googling cursors at the same yeah. time. Uh, you, you could tell uh, the folks at home why you're obsessed with the color purple. I don't think that's important. That's I mean, not. I don't think it's a thing. Well, I, the reason I picked purple is because you already claimed green. I would have picked green. It, do I have green? Uh, well, I'll... you did in one of the previous docs. In this one, you were you you went first, so you were black, and and uh, I last week I said purple. Oh, I see. But I, I, I see. only said purple because you had green. I see. I'm sorry. Um, green is usually the uh, in programming languages when there is colors applied to the programming syntax usually green uh-huh. is reserved for the comments amongst you the know, code and so actually, that just to me it's green says comments like I'm commenting on the thing I don't know I'm just playing with the Google Docs in a very extremely nerdy way I apologize I I, I, hmm. I have no excuses for myself well you know now that you mention it you know I'm not a programmist but I have um, some rudimentary experience programming and I do now that you've said that Realize that you're correct about the green being the common thing. But, um, yeah, I would have chosen green. I wonder if that's why I would have chosen green. I don't think there's any telling. We'll never know now. Huh. Yeah, so uh, looking at the Google Doc now, um, hmm. Yeah, I, I, I've had a I've had a rough week. What about yours? What about your week? I've certainly had a rough week. Um, I've been at work transitioning roles at work, and my old... you haven't been talking a lot today, have you? Um, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm a good sorry. bit. Yeah, thanks for that. You're gonna you're gonna cut me off, even though my voice is tired. I I I've been talking a fair bit, which doesn't bode well for the podcast. But I, I'm I'm gonna hang in there. I'm gonna carry on like a gentleman. Um. As you do, and uh, I, I actually also ha- had a good deal of um, ninja throat damage last night to uh, to my uh, my my throat area. That was uh, that was That's interesting. A, that, is that a euphemism? It's or? no, it's quite literal. Um, I got elbowed fairly fairly thoroughly right in the throat last night. Um, I was trying my best to be a proper bad guy uh, in class and. Uh, I got the proper bad guy treatment, which was an elbow right in the throat. Huh. Um, and it, it didn't hurt that much at the time, but uh, I'm pretty sore today. I'm not going to lie to you. It, it feels like having a sore throat from being sick, even though I, I'm pretty sure I'm not sick, that it's just uh, yeah, the elbow I took to the throat. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't sound um, therapeutic. It's an, uh, What's the opposite of therapeutic? 
uh, antiputic. I'm not. I'm not. Is that a word? I'm not sure. No, let's just go with antitherapeutic. Antitherapeutic. Good. Yeah. Um, hmm. Sounds aggressively antitherapeutic. Now you're just so you conflating terms. Uh, so you were were role playing. This was a an attack defend uh, exercise. That's every class. Uh, that's huh. that's just what you do. Um, that's how you that's how you learn the that's how you learn the stuff. Um, and actually, being the bad guy is um the hardest part sometimes. Are you shuffling your index cards over there? What's no, there? I just had the dog burst in on me. I apologize. <laughs> the crash dog? Yes. Mm. So, uh, actually, uh, speaking speaking of ninjas, my uh, my wife is having a ninja party downstairs while I'm on the man call with you. I hope you're happy. Does that mean a really quiet party? Where I, everyone wears black? Actually, thus far, it hasn't been very quiet. But I'm huh. pretty sure everybody is in black. Okay. Is that... Hmm. They're just hmm. they're coming straight from the the dojo, so I'm pretty sure oh, they're all oh. wearing black just as a matter of uh, of course of expediency. Okay, um, right. What do you serve at a ninja party? Are there uh, not not finger sandwiches, but like uh, shuriken sandwiches or? Uh, uh, no, that's I good. Cu- cucumber sandwiches cut into yeah shurikens. That's cut perfect. by hand. Yeah. By fast-moving hands. No, maybe that's not bad. Hmm. Um. You know, our listener did have one other thing he wanted me to follow up on with you about. Um. He wanted to know how the bed repair went. I, I I'm not sure what that means. Well, I I have collaborated extensively with our listener on bed a bed repair project of mine. Um. Mm-hmm. It is not completed yet. I do have all the materials, however, um, so right uh-huh. now it's still waiting to be completed. But yeah, I am you, confident you that it will go well, due to okay. our listeners' help. That's that's good to hear. Uh, he was a gentleman, and he wouldn't he wouldn't give details. But I I just I just figured the immediately the most interesting question was how did it get broken? Yeah, and uh, the answer to that is not at all interesting. It's that. Uh, Oh, there was. Cody. Yeah, there's. I wish. I wish there was a story. I wish it could be coy about this, but uh, no. Um, just flopped on the bed, and uh, the the IKEA bed frame gave way in one corner. Mm. I still think you're being cagey. I think this is like the barn. Um. Yeah, except I won't talk about the barn. See, that's the difference. I don't have the guile to be cagey. I'm probably the worst liar you know. Are you being truthful about that? Hmm. <sighs> okay. Well, let me tell you what's been going on with my week. Uh, so you're you're transitioning in, at work, and that's I want to hear more about that. But I I'm having this sort of grad school meets uh, real life uh, nightmare this week. Um, I mean, I mean, I've been doing this grad school thing. I'm getting my master's degree in a inscrutable thing that will, I don't know, hopefully translate into more interesting prospects in the future. I guess that's why people go to grad school, or it's why they think they go to grad school. And uh, I, I've been doing two semesters, two semesters per, two semesters? No, two classes per semester, uh, 
each semester. This is my fifth one, so a spring, no, uh, an uh, 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 what do you call it? I can't what help you, you with a this. A fall. Sorry, a fall, a spring, and a summer, and then a fall, and then a spring, and I my my theory is to graduate in the summer. So you know, two years while working as a full time. Uh, professional educator. So you've here. been working full time and going to school part time. Exactly, doing two classes per semester, which many semesters has been a total cakewalk. Uh, some of these classes have been laughably easy, like uh, to, to the point where it's hard to keep interested enough to go each week because it's so easy. But stuff sort of got real this semester. Um, these the two classes I'm taking this semester are both really challenging and require a pretty significant time commitment. And then there's, you know, my full-time job as an educator, which, uh, you know, they pay me for 40 hours a week and I work 60 already, like any gentleman educator. Um, so this has been a bad week because I've got my, I've got this big project that I'm doing with another, uh, grad student slash professional educator. Oh, group, group projects are the worst. Oh, I know. And I picked a guy, I picked a guy in my class that seemed like, I looked at this guy and this guy seemed like he was all business. But you got to this pick, you got, got to pick a guy though. Yeah, I got to pick a guy. Well, that's good. Well, well, kind of. By picking a topic, I kind of picked a guy. Like he had an idea and I pretended that I had already had the same idea and so, but, but really, I had I picked was picking him because I figured this guy, not only is he a teacher, so he'll understand that I'm busy a lot of the time, but he seems like a guy who's not gonna mess around. He's not gonna drop balls or miss deadlines. Um, he seems serious in the way that certain black men seem really serious. He seems like a like a Morgan Freeman kind of serious. I'm not sure where you're going with that, but as long as this person seemed like who you wanted to work with, then I understand. I don't know. Yeah, so, uh, but what it turned out was, I, I, I like this guy a lot, um, and, you know, we're becoming, we're becoming friends out of this experience, but what it turns out is that he's not some, like, serious secret agent who can do amazing grad work and be a full-time professional educator, high school math teacher at the same time. He's just like me, which means he's a mess like I'm a mess. So we're both a mess, and we're in this mess together now. Um, so we procrastinated the hell out of this deal, and uh, and here it is. We're, we're totally up against it, doing this massive project. That's due Monday. So there's that. Um it's a qualitative. It's due Monday, and here you here you are talking to me. Well, you know, Jody, you got to make time for for the things that really matter. Because this is this is going to be a, this is going to be a big show, right? We're going to have we're going to have big sponsors. You got big plans, right? You know, I I, I sense uh, a little bit of uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like you're teasing me a little bit, but uh, but I think you're the one who is undervaluing what we're doing here. I think we're we're setting out to help people, and that's exactly what's going to happen. And the monetary awards, which will be considerable, aside, I think that we should keep focused on our main goal, which is to change lives. <laughs> I will keep that in mind, Matt. I apologize. Thank you. Um, anyway, so I've got this big this big qualitative uh, research study that I'm trying to 
Uh, it's a wounded bird I'm trying to land. And then, um, okay, and then my core comprehensives. So when you... When you're ready to graduate from a master's program, you take something called the core comprehensive exam. And depending on what your program is, that could be a test. Like my wife, my wife took hers and it was a test. She sat down for three hours and answered a bunch of questions and, you know, like a hundred multiple choice. And then, I don't know, 20 short answer questions. And that was her core comprehensive exam. And, um, she prepared for it for a few weeks and it was over in a few hours. Mine is a mine is a, a paper and I'm not particularly intimidated by it, but it's considered a big deal, you know? So there's a committee. I've got a I've got a I've got three people on the committee. I've got the evaluation person, I've got the measurement person, and I've got the research person. And I've got to write what's essentially an evaluation proposal that makes all of them happy. That's my my thing. If none of those words mean anything to you, then just forget I said anything about it. I just have to write a big paper. Okay, well, you so have I, to write I, a big paper that has to be scrutinized paper. by uh, three different people. Three different people With, from three very different, different perspectives. Well, not very different, but different different perspectives. They're all evaluating it for different things. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of interested parties. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of different constraints to meet with this big paper. Yeah, well, I would say three. I have three constraints. Well, uh, well, okay. Do we want to talk about what constraint means? What do you mean by constraint? I just, I just mean, you know, that that uh, you have uh, a lot of people to please who may yes. not agree on what perfection is or what the most important thing is. That's all I mean. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I would call those, uh, I don't know, criteria maybe. Oh, I didn't silence my phone. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so there's that. That's also due Monday, by the way. Um, and then on Sunday, Sunday is my wife's birthday. Uh, so I saw you mentioned you wanted to you wanted to talk about planning for that. Now I don't, I don't want to make you give away any surprises or anything, but you did mention you wanted to talk about it. I wanted to talk about how unhappy it's making me. I, is that selfish? No, uh, I would just like to say that I hate planning things, period. Exactly. Full stop. Uh, planning. Yes. Planning is just the yes. worst. Oh, it's the worst. And especially when there's someone whom I, at least, you know, ostensibly care about, who is... Um, may or may not be hurt by how much I do or do not succeed in planning. You know that just that really sets the uh, really sets the bar high. Sure, sure. It, it I mean, you, really, you want to make really, that person happy. You want to prove to them yes. that uh, you're thinking about them and that they're important right. to you, right. and you, you just want to do something cool for them. And uh, the problem is that you have to sort all that out beforehand. Mm. Right. I just really, if it were up to me, I would be, I would, you know, do that all the day of, because I've got other stuff going on the previous days. Huh. But all right. Hmm. Yeah, it won't work. Uh, um, are they big plans? Are they small plans? No. I have expensive uh, reservations plans? at yes. Definitely expensive. I have reservations at two expensive restaurants. One for Friday night, tomorrow night, and uh one for um Sunday night. I'm not going to work on Monday, which is good because I'll probably be be finishing both papers. Um Okay. 
Yeah, so I've got these three projects to, to land. And I, do you know what I mean by project? I don't, I don't think I do. You don't? Besides paper? Oh, that was an easy tee-up. Uh, you know, um, any... Oh, any anything with a discernible outcome and more than two action steps. Sure, any any anything that needs to happen in the world that mm -hmm. involves more than two physical actions is a project. Absolutely. Okay. Well, well, when you look at it that way, I've had six projects this week. Well, six projects that really matter, not including like getting out of bed, which also includes more than uh, getting out of bed is absolutely no... a project. Yeah, you're not kidding. How do you get out of bed? Uh, slowly, as slowly as I can. Uh, I'm a friend to the snooze bar. Uh, I like, I like to, uh, you know, put that, put that off as much as I can. Um, and now that I have a smartphone, you know, I like to check the weather before I get out from under the covers just to make uh -huh. sure I'm not getting into anything tricky. I do that too. Um, you know, maybe, maybe check my email and then, uh, try and find my glasses cause I don't see all that well. And uh, and then then maybe my feet will hit the floor. Hmm. I um I've always been super opposed to the whole snooze bar thing. In fact, I I always called it snooze wars. Uh, I've had uh, I I I've I've shared space with people who were and currently do share space with people who are snooze warriors, who will just set the alarm and then turn it off and then let it go off and turn it off and let, I I just and I never got that. It's I a war. It. That's that's apt. Snooze wars. Yeah, it's oh, not bad. I, it's I like that. But then again, just set your alarm for when you need to get up and then get up like a gentleman. I, I can't do it, man. I know. I I hear you. I understand what you're saying, but uh there's just Why have it why have it bother you before it needs to bother you? I mean, if you need, if you like, pick when your hard out is. Is your hard out at six oh five? Then that's when the alarm goes off. I just, well, I need to be jogged. Yeah, I need to be jogged a few times before that because if it goes off that one time, and I am so sleepy that I don't realize that I slap the clock and turn it off. Then I'm in trouble, man. Well, that's why you have to have a more serious, uh, a more serious alarm setup. I don't know. What what are you using for an alarm setup? Yeah, it's it's just a simple alarm clock. I've never had a phone loud enough to really do the job. Um, so it's a it's a radio mm -hmm. alarm clock. But see, now you're saying you need a backup alarm for your alarm, which sounds remarkably like a snooze bar to me. You know what? I disagree. Um, what I'm using right now uh, is the I use my my i my information pod uh, tucked between the mattress and box spring of my bed between your right the, knee and your left knee no wait for it with the uh with the sleep lab um sleep cycle alarm clock thing going you know what i'm talking about i have no idea what you're talking about is this no? one of those sleep tracker app deals yes so this yes. is a, this is an information pod touch right the the one that, that's correct that it has looks like an iphone but it's not quite an iphone but it's skinnier and 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 you know doesn't work if you're away from your house. Um, yeah, unless you're listening uh, to a podcast, of course, then it works just fine. Right, which is what I use it for most of the time. Um, 
Yeah, it, uh, it's accelerometer-based. It tracks your movements throughout the night. It tracks your sleep cycles. And, and you give it a 30-minute window in which to wake you up. So I tell it, well, you tell it when your hired out is. And I tell it my hired out is 6 o'clock. I need to be out of the bed at 6 o'clock. And, and that gives it a 30-minute window, although you can narrow or widen that window if you have different needs or you feel like it isn't working for you. Um, and it tracks your movements. And it wakes you up at what it perceives to be the best moment within that window. And the best moment would be when you are at the top of a sleep cycle, like most awake, not not in a deeper stage of sleep where you'll be more um, disrupted, more jarred by being awakened. Okay, I, I dig that. I used to have one of these sunrise alarm clocks uh, back... I remember you talking about Back it. when I was in college, and sometimes it really worked well for me. Um, it would sort of turn on a light uh, before you, before your set time. It would... It would uh, gradually brighten this light until it was it was you know like a 60 watt bulb brightness uh sort of in your face and then it would and then it would ring an alarm it was supposed to wake you up gradually so i i don't mind it's like the, i don't mind this that was like the paleo alarm clock, yeah right? i don't mind That's this like algorithmic the... approach really um but but what can your can your uh, information pod really do to wake you up does it shake does it does it no make a noise no. is it loud uh, yes Yes, and no, it's not particularly loud, but it, because it's timing itself, uh, it's timing its alarm with a, a peak in your wakefulness. Um, it does the job, and it doesn't disturb my um, my my sleep partner. Um, and then I, but because I don't fully trust it, I have my. Uh, although actually it's it's been remarkably faithful, but I always have my uh, my Android phone phone set to go absolutely nuclear at six oh five. Okay, well if I would no, oh, so it's just your your Android phone is not doing this job. I was hoping no. you would have an Android uh, equivalent tip for me. Well, I, that app might be available in the Android market. I haven't looked. Um, a, a popular podcaster that we both know, uh, or well, not know, but both uh, listen to, uh, recommended this app, and I got it for my, my information touch. And, um, you know, I really enjoy it. And, you know, what I really like about it is that it tracks all these stats, and you tell it things about your day when you go to sleep. And then in the morning when you wake up, it gives you a score on your sleep. So it kind of turns it into a video game, and that's fun. Um, but then it does it tracks correlations between the variables you told it to ask you about and the quality of your sleep and gives you, like, the pluses and minuses. So let me give you some examples from mine. Let me fire this up. Okay, because this might not make much sense. Is this making sense? Uh, kind of, to me. I, I've heard about these things before, but I, I don't know what you would tell it that, to, to look out for. Um I don't know. Okay. Well, let me, let me tell it what I have it asking me about. And these are completely definable. You can have it ask it about anything you want. Um, I have it, uh, the ones that I click or, or don't click are big day tomorrow. So if there's something like I'm nervous about the next day, I click that one because I, I was wondering if that was affecting my sleep. Um, there's one called got lucky. I don't know what that means. There's one called, um, drank a lot. There's one called ate late. 
there's one called Reading in Bed. There's one called Read the Article. Don't want to talk about that. There's one called Drank a Little. And one called Drank Tea. And then Drank Coffee after 4 p.m. One called Air Mattress for when I'm camping. And one called Ran for when I run. Now, are these completely configured by you? Yes. Oh. It, it, it suggests ones that are native, but you can delete them and, and change them out for your own. So these are the ones that I because I did a I did a, a preliminary run with the with the native ones and a couple that I added, but I did like thirty days and I saw the, the statistics on those and then just deleted the whole thing and started a new experiment with new ones. So this has been running for let me check how many how many have I got I've got um mm, wait for it I've got thirty five thirty five nights of data. Okay. Would you like to hear what it's saying about my sleep quality questions? Let me let me hear your quality of sleep over thirty five nights. Hmm. Okay. Um. So thirty five nights of sleep. The average time is bed in bed is only six hours and forty three minutes per night, Jody. Whew. That doesn't seem like much. Um, no, it really really doesn't. Um. My average quality is is not that good. Last night was actually really good at 84%, but I'm only averaging around 69%. That, mm. What an odd figure that is. Mm. All right. Now. In what way? We, we, can, we could talk about all, you know, all night about your sleep or not your sleep or your, mm. your 69% uh, sleep quality. But let's talk about something else. Okay. I don't know what you're alluding to. Um... Yeah, what can I get you to? Are you what can I get you to rant about tonight? I've, I've actually I've gotten some good notes from from people that uh, when you were when you were teeing off about uh, education, especially. I mean, yeah, you've talked about grad I, school. Um, it's it's not all about ponytails and pizza, apparently. Um, uh, not when you have a full time job, Jody. Not when you're a, a professional gentleman educator and you wake up at six o'clock and you have a hard out at six oh five when your Android phone goes off and you ride your triumph to work and you're there at six forty at the latest. Wow, you're just you're just throwing around the brand names in there, aren't you? Um Oh yeah. Well I'm looking for a sponsorship. I know. Uh, I could point out though, uh that you are enjoying some very nice software on your information pod, but you still carry an Android phone and you've told me that you're planning to get another Android phone. Well, don't you also carry uh, an Android phone? I do now. Um, mm. And I regret it multiple times every day. I am also delighted by it multiple times every day. It's a really hard decision for me. I think it should be a less hard decision for you, and I'm really compelled to try and talk you into an information phone. I don't like the uh, hardware. I, I, I'm not compelled by the build of the Information Phone 5. But the software is so, so much better. Are you sure? And you've already seen it. Yeah. What's your sleep tracker I'm, I'm running all, on? I'm up, to, I'm up to speed with uh, iOS 6 and all that jazz, but I, what about it seems better to you? The overall quality. The, all, of the, all of the polished... All of the polished, uh, uh, I hate to say corners, because, well, that's a, a whole different uh, gonna, rat hole. Are you going to use you going to use the word chamfered pretty soon? I'm pretty sure I don't know what that means. Um, 
I'm not going to use the. Are you kidding I'm me? I'm not going to use the Jody? word patina either. Um, Drink. Yeah, but I will say uh, my uh, my standard for all of this is podcasts, and mm-hmm. the podcast clients I've experienced uh, on iOS are way better than the podcast clients on Android. Um, and as far as I can tell... I don't know what that... a podcast client is. All right. Mm. I wasn't expecting to get into this so soon. So you still use iTunes to sync all of your podcasts, right? To my information pod, yes. All right. <clears throat> now, you have a... Well, you have the well, big smart... Okay. You have the big smart information pod, right? With, this, with yeah. the big screen on it. But you, don't you also have yeah. the tiny one that maybe you listen to on a run? Yeah. Um, let me let me just quick note about that. Um, I had been missing that one since I came back from New Orleans last time, which, you know, uh, it just it just reappeared. My wife found it in the driveway. Oh, it wasn't stuck in a king cake somewhere. Mm, good guess. Uh, it had been in the driveway apparently since whenever I came back from New Orleans, which I guess was New Year's Eve. Don't, so that means don't it, keep it, all of us in rained, suspense. Does it still work? Well, it has rained literally several times since New Year's Eve. So I plugged in the device. Uh, it fired right up, but I was initially extremely excited. It even remembered where I was in the podcast I was listening to, apparently, when I dropped it. Uh, but then it crashed and rebooted. Then it crashed and reboots and crashed and reboots. Oh, so that's kind of a There's bummer. something wrong with it. I, I'm going to go into the, I'm gonna go into the um, information store and and like not you know conveniently leave out the fact that it's been in the driveway for four months and just ask them what's wrong with my iPod. That's my plan. All right. Well, I don't that, know. you have a better plan. No, no, that that seems fine. And <laughs> if you're if you're completely married to the idea of of having the small information pod uh, to listen to your podcasts on, uh, well, I, do, a pod, I do like that. Uh, I, I I won't deny that that that's a nice thing. But so a, a podcast client won't help you there. It will. On the uh, iPod Touch with the with the screen, it will download the podcasts for you on the fly whenever you want. You don't have to muck about with iTunes. You don't have to connect it to a computer. You don't have to have slow syncing and worry about backup and possibly upgrading iOS well, and all of that stuff. You get to download your podcasts whenever you want. But but are you? Are you using you're using iOS six, right? And the, have you seen the? Are you familiar with the new iPod or the new podcast app? Because they've now divorced it from. I know. Music. I do know this. Um, I've heard about it. I have not experienced it myself uh, because I had already now. bailed to Downcast before that. Uh, I I've found sense. Downcast to be a fantastic application. Um, I actually miss it now that I'm over on Android. Um, so I, I haven't actually used the uh, whatever that podcast thing is uh, on iOS 6, but I, I never got the feeling that, that it was any good. Mm. Well, it, it's it's different uh, in that, but but it does some of the things you just mentioned. I can download, I can and do download the podcast I want whenever I have internet access and I can configure it so it'll download them automatically or it'll wait for me to tell it to um, which is the way I have it set right now I wait for it 
you know, I, I download them when I when I think and I download it when I think of it and I download a few episodes ahead of what I want to listen to, because I I'm, I'm I probably don't listen to as many podcasts as you do, Jody, but I I have enough that it completely fills the podcast uh, compatible time in my life. I, I, I'm not so sure I'm usually... I know anyone who listens to as many podcasts as I do. I have hmm. I have very stringent requirements at this point. Um, I need high speed playback. I need custom by high speed by high speed playback. What do you mean? I mean, I need to play the audio back at much higher than normal speed. Um, usually two times. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 like time traveling. It's fantastic. Is it the legit two times though? Because the old podcast app in uh, pre-iOS 6. They did, a, they did a makeover. Apparently, there's a new designer. Apple nerds will be all over this. They know who these people are. And the new the new guy is less into... Supposedly less into, you know, designer bullshit and more into making things, uh, you know, flat don't, and effective. Don't say skeuomorphism. Please don't say skeuomorphism. I don't know what that is. Anyway, he... Uh, in the old podcast app, he... Uh, or they... They had the the 1x and then the 2x but it was crystal clear to me that yeah it was quite a bit quite a bit faster but watching the counter it wasn't 2x it was something in between on the new one they've taken out all the hyperbole and you can listen to 1x or 1.5x and then you can have honest to god 2x if you want it but i don't find 2x all that listenable i find the 1 1.5x perfect i did notice that the high speed things were a bit different between um, the Apple podcast thing or the, the Apple audio player and once I got into Downcast. And actually right. Downcast had a, a few, quite a few different speed settings. They didn't quite seem to match up. The 1.5 from one app to the other was not the, the same uh, no. speed. And also it's not the same uh, over to Android either. Were you in uh, different reference frames? I could have been accelerating at different reference frames. I could have been listening to podcasts in the TARDIS. I'm not sure how that really applies. Mm. but Because mm. I mostly listen to them when I run, so I wonder if that's affecting it. It could be. It very well could be. I'm a speed. Especially if, I'm you're, if you're running, uh, what, west, you know, along with the uh, the rotation of the Earth. I think that will mm. that will certainly affect your playback speed. Depends which way the ether is blowing. Also true. In, but I like, I like, anyway. I want to listen to all, as much as I can. I want to, I want it streaming in to my earballs as much as possible. I want as much input as I can possibly get. And I think I've reached my peak input capacity. Uh, I'm very much, yeah, tapped out as far as the podcasts are concerned. I've had to, to call my feeds a little bit. Um, it's been, it's been cool. I've learned a lot, but I've also probably nearly driven myself crazy with that much audio. Yeah, you mentioned you thought that your the high speed uh, the high speed stuff was affecting your speech, and uh, I was thinking about that while I was running the other day, and it makes perfect sense that it would. But I would have I wouldn't have thought of that unless you mentioned it. I'm not sure how long it took to actually affect me. But sometimes I catch myself speaking very, very rapidly for no good reason and not being able to get my point across as well. And also, conversely, when people are talking to me, I want them to talk way faster than they're talking. Uh, 
They're just wasting my time. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I know exactly uh, how, how what you mean, but yeah, maybe that doesn't have I... a whole lot to do with the with the podcast listening. Now that I think about it. <laughs> maybe it just has to do with the way other people waste our time Jody very well could be hmm. alright so you got to derail about uh, about your sleep I got to derail about podcasts a little bit what else should we talk about uh, it's testing it's testing week testing week testing season at, at school still I know I mentioned this two episodes it's ago it's still testing oh, season still still it's the heart of it now. It's the heart of it now, Jody. Well, you were so it's... you were so worked up about it before. I figured it, it, it that would have been the heart no. of it, and it's tapering. But no, no now you're we you're were... in it. You're amongst it. We were on the cusp of it. What we are in now is the depths of it, and the way they've changed it. Um, so they're going to computer-based testing uh, more and more because it's you know faster. Which you know whatever. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but. Getting results back faster is, is good, provided that the quality of the tests are equal. Um, which, as long as you're doing dealing with multiple choice tests, uh, the quality of the tests probably are equal. But what they're doing now is they're, they're pulling kids out in groups because we don't have the facilities to test them all at once. You, know? you mean you don't have um, enough computers to test them all at once? That is correct, sir. Um, so they're pulling them out in groups. Which means instead of having special schedules where, okay, today is testing day and the whole school is the whole school schedule is disrupted, and everybody's testing from eight in the morning till eleven thirty, but then we all take a deep breath and we all you know have candy the rest of the day and watch MythBusters or whatever, and then go home and the next day it's back to business. Mm, instead of that, which is the way MythBusters. I want. Well, yeah, that's. By the way, when I have uh, when I have space to fill in class, in my class, it's not finding freaking Nemo, which some teachers use. It's MythBusters. That's good. I like that. There's there's yeah, science got... to be had in MythBusters. Exactly. I pick ones that are topical to the uh, the physics we're covering, and uh, yeah, we'll let the clock burn. But. Um, but yeah, instead of that, what we have is three weeks, literally three weeks, where anywhere from three to ten kids might be missing from my class at any given time because they're testing. And it's really hard to tell ahead of time. And the administration would say, okay, we put out lists and... and you know, you know that certain categories of kids are testing on this day, and other categories are, and they're talking about categories that that don't register with me. They're talking about their ESE and ELL status, and these kids are ELY, and these kids are ELA, and these kids are, you know, these. I just look, and I, I know kids. You know, I don't know if they're ELY or ESE or ELA or whatever, and uh, so they're missing from my class, and I don't know if they're missing because they're just missing, because they're absent. Or if they're testing, I know it's testing season, so they might be absent. They might be testing. They're probably. But I don't but know. Matt, how how would we know that they're learning unless they pull them out of your class? Mm, that's how we know they're not learning, Jody. In my class, they'd be learning. But here's the thing. So I I walk in there. I have a I have a I have some idea what I'm going to do on a given day, and then 
third period rolls around and my third period class has a third less students than normal. It's testing season, so I can't just say, well, you know, screw those kids for not showing up to work today. Uh, we're going on with business as usual. Well, you know, they're probably testing. It's not their fault. They're being compelled to be in front of a computer answering questions that the state of Florida wants them to believe determines their future. Which are completely uh, unrelated I, to your physics class probably too, right? Oh, God. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know what they're testing them on. I mean, it's it's FCAT reading right now. We're in the depths of the FCAT, FCAT reading season. So that's what they're that's what they're sitting for now. And last last time I ranted about this it was it was PERT and NRT and SAT ten, which I still don't know what that is. Um but right now it's FCAT reading and I definitely know what that is. And some writing and then there are retakes and blah blah blah. Good lord. Anyway they I, I guess we had is, FCAT when we were in high school. Do you think it's no, kind no, of the no, same no. thing? I, we 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 didn't have FCAT. They were phasing that in, but we were in the last cohort before FCAT. Remember, we had the HSCT. That that, that right? rings yeah. that rings a bell. So that means, uh, according to modern standards, we didn't learn a goddamn thing. Hmm. We were left behind, Jody. George Bush would not approve us. Wow. We were. We are children left behind because we are prior children of the corn. No. I'm being disingenuous. Anyway, but the point I'm is just, that... I'm just trying during, to get you worked up, man. During testing season, I can't conduct class because because there are all these kids missing. I don't know if they're missing just because they're... And, you know, listen, I work at a, a Title I school, which means the kids are come from uh, rough backgrounds. They're low, low socioeconomic status. They're, uh, a lot of them don't speak English uh, at home or maybe at all um, they have a lot of disadvantages anyway so they a lot of them have poor attendance so I have attendance issues generally which makes it even harder when testing season rolls around to figure out who the hell is where so I can't conduct class as normal I can't go on with the curriculum because all these kids are missing and you know like for example I was frustrated because I thought I had a handle on this stuff today um, I thought, just speaking about today, I thought I knew who was going to be and who wasn't going to be in my classes, and I thought that the only people testing today was a certain population, and that uh, throughout my classes, my four classes of 10th grade physical science, I would only be missing maybe uh, 10 total out of 100 kids. I thought that's an acceptable ratio to go okay, on that, with. That's, you can have normal. You can have normal class at that point. Okay, but what actually happened was when I got in, I was missing like a third out of each class. So nobody's got lab partners. Nobody's got right. people to and share paper with a, or whatever. Yeah, well, you know, it's Title One. They don't have paper. I gotta give them that too. Um, they. Uh, Sorry. So many, so much sigh, but oh god, it's just supremely frustrating because of the amount of time, the amount of part of the calendar. You know, you put it on paper. Oh, we need, we need, we need schools to be accountable. We need teachers to be accountable. We can't just give them all these federal dollars that come from our our wallets and let them piss it away on who knows what. And our kids are just as dumb as they were. I, you know, fine. That sounds great to the Republican ear, but. But in reality, what it does is it completely disrupts the 
entire process of education. We've replaced education with testing for a third of the year because the testing season starts in February, ends in June, and that's a third of the school year. That's a year. really long time. Is that right? That's Are correct. You pulling... I'm not exaggerating here, Jody. No hyperbole. I exaggerate sometimes. This is not hyperbolic. This is accurate. The testing testing window, and it's all this stuff. It's not just one test. It, it, it includes stuff I care about, like AP tests. You know, that's my, you know, that's the stuff that still gets me out of bed is, is working my ass off for my AP kids. Because um, that's, that's, although... that's more of an airplane hanger than a window. <laughs> you could call it that. Yeah, but the testing window begins in February and goes to the end of the year. And and now there's this weird uh, compression that's happening. You know anything about compression? I'm not sure in this context I know anything about compression. You mean the curriculum is compressed into what's left after testing is taken out of the school mean, year? I mean, um, yes, but I mean the concept of compression, you know, just how – when something is important and you try to fit it into too little space and what that does to quality well we can we can talk about you know the uh the software quality triangle you know there's there's cost there's time and there's quality you know you well, pick two an and i get one right that's been a an engineering uh uh truism for a long time i mean people who you know fabricators or or whatever people who who work with steel would tell you the same thing that's not a software problem um but that's the that is the problem of compression yeah um and now that there's this new system so fcat for example fcat maths is being phased out so instead there's going to be these they're calling them eocs which stands for end of course which is you know, makes sense. So we've had end of course testing forever. We have your final exams, right? Like you do in college, like you had throughout every high school. Well, course. sure. I mean, you always had we a always semester had, exam. We always had exams, and even before yeah. high school, I think, right? Sure. Well, I don't know. I I think maybe we dabbled in middle school. Uh, I know we dabbled in. Uh, you remember? Think back. What were the two final exams and semester exams we took? in middle school. Can you recall? Well, I'm going to have to hedge this because I didn't do the public middle school along with yourself and others. Ooh. I got shipped off to Bible school for middle school because oh, that uh, at that point, remember, we, we had the different... Uh, each year we had a different school uh, from from 6th to 7th oh. to 8th to ninth grade and that was like it's just like, no, that's ridiculous and, you know, my parents didn't want me to do that and i that certainly didn't sound appealing to me so i went to private school for that bit uh, you know i forgot about that hmm. i was i was bible banging yeah yeah florida did really have a ridiculous thing going on right then didn't they was that even statewide uh, I, I don't even know yes well uh i say yes but i guess what i mean is I don't know, but it was district wide. Certainly, it was Hillsborough County, um, which is you know is like the fourth or third largest school district in in the the country. 
Oh, it's it's certainly up there. Yeah, so they set they set all kinds of trends. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if it was statewide, but yeah, yeah. What you're referring to is the sixth grade center, seventh grade center, eighth and ninth junior high, and then the three year high school plan. Oh boy, I think which Skype went on just for approximately, as far as I can Let gather, see if about I can get you back about six years. There was a six-year window where Florida was experimenting with that, and we were right in the middle of it. Well, not in the middle of it, actually. We were at the tail end of it. Yeah, well, I know we caught the tail end of it. I'm not sure how long it was going on beforehand because, well, I wasn't a kid before that. I was just a kid then. Hmm. That does make sense. Um, so your, 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 your parents decided that that wasn't for you. It certainly didn't sound good to me, and uh, they were willing to uh, to pony up the cash to send me to uh, the Bible school. Bible school. And there was a lot uh, of good things about the Bible school. Uh, for one thing, I uh, I got to play varsity sports when I was in sixth grade. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Okay. Because um, it was a you know it was a tiny private school, tiny religious school. Uh, the downside was that I got yelled at for annotating my Bible. Which I thought, hey, I'm in Bible class. I need to take notes, right? So, uh, you know, let's uh, let's annotate, let's annotate the book. But uh, ooh, boy, uh, that was not uh, that was not the thing to do. Hmm, not kosher. Was it the, you used the wrong kind of ink, or I don't think it would have mattered what kind of ink I used. Um, I was defiling that. Uh, I was defiling the good book. Hmm. I got uh, well. Which, it, which version? I mean, w- would it have mattered? I mean. There are well, so they, many versions. They made us buy the new international version. You know, new international. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, you know, so it wasn't like well, I was. It, is that the good one? Not especially. No. Um, <laughs> wasn't like I was fixing grammar in the King James version or anything. You know, I was just taking notes, mm. man. Taking notes in the margins. Um, I I get paid for that now. I think. Huh. Huh. Not not for the Bible, but uh, in general, you know, I get okay. paid for taking notes and learning things so <laughs> that sounds uh sounds better than what i get paid for yeah in a way um so yeah you missed out uh you, so you went to from six through eighth you went to the bible school you got it okay and then you uh joined society again at the International Baccalaureate High School, if you can, if you can call it that, we were uh, we were ostracized for any number of reasons. Once we is that, the, is that the Royal We? Once we got to that school, yeah, it's the Royal We. It includes you, me, and the mouse in my pocket. Mm, okay, <laughs> just checking. Um, hmm, yeah, yeah, and then like a year later, Florida decided that that was a stupid idea. It was as very any, silly, and they're going back on all of it. And, and as any one of any one of the thousands of kids who were who were traumatized by that system could have told them that was a terrible idea, and uh, they decided to do something different. Um, which which is still you know let's let's face it, middle school is going to be terrible. Yes, that's true. Uh, in just about anybody's life, that is a terrible terrible time. Yeah, I, I I've said this before, but if I if I were in charge in in Matt's America, um, I would abolish middle school altogether because I don't think the idea of schooling makes much sense in those years. 
So this is the unrefined version of the plan, and I think maybe there are better iterations to come. But basically, I would want kids of that age just released into the wilderness. Like a Spartan, a Spartan kind of thing. I, you know, that's a that's a recent take on that whole thing. You just let them I go hang think... out with the wolves for a little while, and then whoever comes back will like fully educate. Basically, yes. I I think that this solves a number of problems because I think. Learning that, 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 you know, the successful ones will have to learn to work together. They'll have to learn to not be completely obnoxious and self-serving. Also, it'll solve the childhood obesity problem in a large way because the fat kids will get eaten. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, um, How are they going to post embarrassing things to YouTube, though? Another problem that'll be solved by my plan. You see what I, you see where I'm going with this? This makes a lot of sense. You they could be smuggle, onto something. Yeah, they they may smuggle devices. Um, you know, I hadn't thought of that, Jody. They, I had I had first hatched this plan in the pre in the days before every prepubescent snot had an internet capable device in their pocket or or maybe two. So we'll just have to jam that whole thing. This is the wilderness oh. where we let them. It's. Oh. You know what? The Hunger Games came out and kind of ruined all of this. Oh wow! Um, I wasn't. I wasn't even gonna go there. All right, you're. You've gone too far. Pull it back. Bring it back okay. for me. No, I don't want them to eat each other. I want them to work together, and and learn, in a way that they never would do under the control of a ridiculous Miss Kenny character at at uh, uh you know local Florida middle school who just wants to yell at you because you're obnoxious. Because let's face it, you are obnoxious. It's middle school. But you're also really afraid. And it's just the worst time in your life. As I recall, you were really obnoxious well before middle school. Hmm, thank you. Yeah. That's possible. That's possible. Yeah, it's more than possible. I remember. Hmm. We were Cub Scouts together, I think. Ooh. Ooh. You were a handful. Yeah. I was the fun cub. Which one were you? <laughs>